This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. It's a worldwide pop culture phenomenon. Its value is estimated to be $70 billion. And even though it's fiction set in space, it has some very real historical roots. This is your Squiz Kids shortcut to the real history of Star Wars, the podcast where we dive into the who, what, when, where, why and how of the big news stories. I'm Amanda Bauer. And I'm Claire Kimball. from the adult version of Squiz Kids, Squiz Today, and I was horrified that she didn't know why May the 4th was known as Star Wars Day. So I just had to invite her here today. May the 4th be with you, Claire, which is what all (laughs) the Jedi Knights in Star Wars say to each other. How is it possible that we're almost the same age and you aren't a Star Wars fan? No, never really got into it. I did go to the first movie. I was a really little kid when that came out. But I haven't got into the newer movies, not the spin-offs like The Mandalorian and definitely not the animated series. (sighs) You are breaking my heart (laughs) and my whole family's. But, Claire, I do know that you love history. So what would you say if I promised to tell you how the Vietnam War shaped Star Wars, what the Galactic Empire has in common with Nazi Germany and who in history the Jedi Knights are based on. All right, I'm listening and you should be too because there's a squiz at the end. How? The first Star Wars movie was released back in 1977. Now, the director of the film, George Lucas, is American. And in the early 1970s, when he was writing the screenplay for Star Wars, his country was heavily involved in the Vietnam War. That was a conflict between North Vietnam and South Vietnam. But the United States was fighting on the side of the South, even though the Americans had hundreds of thousands of well-trained, well-supplied troops. They weren't able to beat the North Vietnamese, who did things like live underground in tunnels and conduct sneak attacks and raids on the American troops. Yeah, that's right. America was a superpower, but in 1973, it ended up retreating from Vietnam in defeat. The North had actually won the war. And that same year, in 1973, George Lucas finished writing his first draft of Star Wars. He told people that the rebels, including Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia, who, Claire, you might remember are the heroes, (laughs) were based on the North Vietnamese. George Lucas, like many young Americans at the time, was against the Vietnam War, and he thought America's involvement in it was wrong. So did those rebels in Star Wars fight in the same way that the North Vietnamese did? Sneaky attacks with less impressive weapons and training? Yeah, they did. And the ending of Return of the Jedi, which is the third movie in the original trilogy, really underscores that. So it's on the planet of Endor, Claire, Mm. and the Imperial Army, who are the bad guys, have, you know, matching uniforms, superior technology. And the good guys include these super cute primitive creatures called Ewoks, and they end up using rocks and stones to fight and defeat the bad guys. Okay, so this Imperial Army, were they supposed to represent America? Well, back 
when he was writing the script, George Lucas said that the empire was America 10 years from now. He was worried that was the road America was headed down. But Mm. by the time the movies were made, the empire looked a lot more like the Germany of the 1930s and 40s. Claire, do you want to hear what Nazi Germany had in common with the empire? Oh, I sure do. What? Okay, Claire, you're the history nut. Why don't you give us a quick rundown of what exactly Nazi Germany was? All right. The Nazi Party was a political group that ruled Germany between 1933 and 1945. Nazi is a short form of their official German name. The Nazis believed that people should obey a very strong leader, and that leader was Adolf Hitler. He had no use for democracy, human rights or peace. Mm. The Nazis also taught that Germans were born to rule over what they called the inferior races or people that they thought were less than them. Hitler preached a special hatred against Jews. Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible time in Germany. And once Hitler started World War II, it was a pretty terrible time for the whole planet. So Hitler was a dictator and he got himself into power by overthrowing democracy. And that pretty much describes Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars. So George Lucas said that Palpatine was modelled on dictators like Hitler and he really wanted the film to make people think about how democracies can fail if we're not careful and become dictatorships. Right. I guess Star Wars is a bit deeper than I thought it was. Yeah. (laughs) And there are quite a lot of other similarities for this one. So another word for Nazi Germany was the Third Reich. And Reich in German means empire. Now, of course, the Emperor Palpatine rules over an empire too. And the second movie is called The Empire Strikes Back. Mm, What else? Well, as Hitler was rising to power in the 1920s and 30s, he had a group of supporters that all wore single colour uniforms, provided protection at rallies and physically fought against other political parties. In 1933, there were more than 4 million members of what was called the Sturmabteilung. And yeah, Sturm in German means storm. And Claire, surely even you have heard of the Stormtroopers from Star Wars. (laughs) Yes, I have. And I remember the all-white uniforms, ruthless, loyal to their leader. I can absolutely see the connection. Yeah, and there are plenty of others. The Imperial officers' uniforms look an awful lot like historical German army uniforms, right down to the imitation silver death's head Mm. on some of their officers' caps. Hitler's SS officers had them too. So, if George Lucas drew from Nazi history in creating the bad guys, who inspired the good guys? Who? Yeah, well, we already talked about how the rebels were inspired a lot by the North Vietnamese, but the Jedi Knights are something special and something else. Their spiritual beliefs are strongly influenced by Eastern philosophies like the Shaolin monks from China and the Japanese samurai. I'll put a link in your episode notes to some information about both of them. But the Jedi Knights also have a lot in common with the Knights Templar. They were a Catholic military order that was around from the 12th to the 14th century. Now, obviously, you can start with the name Knights Templar, Jedi Knights. Mm. What else do you know about the Knights Templar, Claire? 
Well, they had elite status even within the army. Yep, same with Star Wars. The other rebel soldiers look up to the Jedi for sure. And they also had a very strict moral code. Check. They weren't supposed to marry. Which is why Anakin secretly married Padme and we all know how well that turned out. And they had a high council of 12 knights. And it's exactly the same in Star Wars, a high council of 12 knights. And both the Jedi and the Knights Templar did have a preference for wearing robes. Now, the Republic itself has a lot in common with ancient Rome. There's Roman-style architecture on Padme's home planet of Naboo and Roman-style entertainment with pod racing. That was a lot like the chariot races in Rome. And in Attack of the Clones, the battle in the amphitheatre looks a whole lot like a gladiator fight. I guess the people who make the movie get inspired from real history and then adapt things to suit the movie. Yeah, exactly. You know, the inspiration for everyone's favourite Jedi Knight, Yoda, was actually Albert Einstein. You think about yoga, scraggly white hair, a wrinkled face, a wise person with a fun-loving side. But Einstein fled his home because of war and his theories led to the development of nuclear power. Yeah, well, Yoda also had to flee his home because of war and he hid out on Dagobah. Mm. That was the swamp planet, Claire. (laughs) And it's only thanks to Yoda that Luke Skywalker is able to learn and harness the power of the force. And I guess people still like to quote Einstein and Yoda today. Wise about Star Wars you have become. (laughs) Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. The Battle of Endor, in which a rebel army with inferior weapons wins, is like which real-life war? That's right, the Vietnam War. Question number two. Emperor Palpatine is modelled on which 20th century dictator? It's Adolf Hitler. Question number three. The pod racing and amphitheatre battles in Star Wars movies are like which ancient civilization? That's right, ancient Rome. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining us as we explored the who, what, how, where, when and why of the real history of Star Wars. Now, get out there and have a most excellent day. Said like a pro, Claire. <laughs> Over and out. These episodes are edited and engineered by Carter Quinn.